When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, after a frustrating night of trying to get online, is... Is Matthew Sebastian hyphenated flounder hyphenated Ariel Haas. So, how much does it cost you to change your name each week? It, I'm looking at a cool grand, really, at this point. So, so okay, people, get on our Patreon, give us some money, mm-hmm. buy something on T Public. Matt needs the money to change his name every week. Yeah, it's pretty costly. So, um, you know, and he's doing it for you, folks. Whoever you are, even if there's just one of you listening, he's doing it for you. Yeah. So you should feel guilty. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Def- definitely should feel like no. Uh, <laughs> so um today on the show um after after actually one one little question matt before we get into this episode Mm -hmm. do you know if jimmy buffett ever found his lost shaker of salt i don't know probably not yeah because i'm I'm just curious because the guy keeps singing about it well, I have a theory. It could be the guy on, on the ship who gave Ariel a present. He may have had a salt shaker on that on that ship as well. So, oh, okay. You know. With the pepper? He may have stolen. Oh, you ruined the surprise. Oh, no. Oh, it's no. a great episode <laughs> that people were definitely going to watch um, before they listened to this review of it. Uh, yeah, the pepper. He might have he might have stole Jimmy Buffett's salt shaker while he was on, like, the island or whatever. And then he's like, oh, this would go well with the pepper gift. Um, but then he ended up eating the salt all by himself because, you know, like, you know, we're, we're used to, like, being having salt, you know. And stuff like that. Like we're very spoiled in like the modern world. Back then, salt was like a delicacy. If you if you get your hands on salt, you know you you had something really popping. You know, but um, you know, a lot of people couldn't get it very often, so they're eating food pretty much with not. Well, depends where you are in the world. If you're like in other parts of the world where they use spice, you know, uh, regularly, 
probably still get your hands on Spice. Even then, I don't think it would be cheap. Uh, it would still probably cost you a pretty penny. To- I mean, I know Spices are very important in the movie Dune, which is out recently. So, yeah, well, you know. Spices, or, or the drug Spice, as in Star Wars, um, mm-hmm. you know. Which they stole from Dune, but... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> so that's what, that's, that what, that's what Spice is, a drug in Dune? Something. Like it is Star- oh, I don't know wow. what it is. Something. Well, in Star Wars, Spice actually comes from a like it could be used in medicine and other things too. They, the drug dealers just turn it into a drug, but it can actually um, be used as medicine as well. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, there's an episode where Ahsoka in, in the, um, the the um, the new uh, what's the what's the um, Clone Wars the like mm-hmm. the last season of the Clone Wars. Yeah, there's a whole whole arc where Ahsoka is like made friends with some girl like below Coruscant when she left the Jedi Order and um her and her sister were kind of like had like a job to do and it turned out that they were like importing a bunch of spice and then Ahsoka was like like you know what this stuff is like this stuff is like a powerful you know drug or whatever but then they found out later on that like that's just like one of the ways that can be turned into because like I guess spice like in its purest form is actually like medicinal but they just like they like alternate like like altered it to be like an addictive drug or whatever it's interesting uh, it's almost like a metaphor for like opiates and stuff like that you know like it turned out it was originally a drug you know medicine and then uh, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> yeah so it was a metaphor before it's well actually no currently now it is part of its time but uh yeah the uh right, right, right. So, uh, today on the show, we are covering the second pilot, because it was a two-episode pilot presentation. So, this is our part two of Little Mermaid's Island. Yay! We covered the first episode, which was Sebastian's birthday. Um, (laughs) Sebastian, go fuck yourself. And, um... (laughs) Today, we're covering the second episode, which is called Tell the Truth. Yeah, well, we're going to tell the truth <laughs> about and this episode. About how great it is. Um, um, yes. Or, um, this one could also be, uh, like, uh, in parentheses, this one could also be called Flounder Go Fuck Yourself. Um, basically, yes. <laughs> basically, <laughs> Just to remind you, if you want a Sebastian Go Fuck Yourself t-shirt, they're on Public, folks. Yeah, yeah. I might write a song about it, too. Who knows? Um, yes. So, what the fuck happens in this episode, Matt? <laughs> uh, okay, well, this one was somehow worse than the, the first episode. Um, I have to say, um, okay, so there's like two two separate things. Both Both are true. And they're both they're both separate from each other. So Flounder's a fucking moron um, in this episode, um, but also Ariel is a piece of shit. Like like I don't know what's like like the Ariel in the, in the animated film is like nice. She's kind. I I don't know what changed with this like new version because like in the first episode they all like cruelly pretend that they forgot Sebastian's birthday. But, like, not only that, like, they were, like, purposefully, like, making it, like, worse than, like, if you actually just forgotten someone's birthday. Like, they're, like, throwing out hints, like, letting them, 
the guy know that they forgot his birthday, which is like even worse. worse. Yeah. Like, Ariel literally wrote a song saying that she can't spend time with Sebastian because she's too busy today. Well, she's too busy writing the fucking song about not being able to spend time with her friend. Mm, maybe you could have just spent time with your friend during the time it took you to write that song and then sing it with a full fucking band behind you. But, okay, that's that's the first episode. In this episode, um, Flounder is just, like, having fun. He's just swimming around, and um, Ariel already is, like, pissed at him. Like, you have the entire ocean to, to swim around. Why do you gotta be in my... It's like, oh, my God. Like, what the hell? Um, so that's, that's point one. Point two, though, is that Flounder is a fucking moron, and, and he ends up um, knocking over um, Ariel's, like, pearl collection that she collects i guess for some reason i don't know and then um like you do so, like, like you do two, like you do so there's two separate things both are true flounder is an idiot but ariel already set the set the tone with just her like you know i hate to say the word bitchy behavior but that's really what it is and it's like what why mm-hmm. do they create why do they make this ariel like so like like, just, like, frustrated with her friends. Like, it just seems weird to me, because, like, the original Ariel wasn't anything like that. And if anything, she was almost, like, too giddy and too kind. So I thought, oh, no, we gotta go to the opposite now to, like, strike some weird balance, I guess. Yeah. I... I'll tell you this. (laughs) The whole, um... The whole cast on this show sucks. Anyway, so um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this episode specifically, they're annoying all of them. Oh, yeah. um, I know, and um, their choices, and it's just like, okay, how easily led astray is Flounder by these fucking little eels? Oh God, yeah, these eels. Well, they were the ones that were trying to uh, mess with Sebastian last time. Yeah, and. Yeah, it at least took at least it took them a little bit of needling to convince Sebastian that all of his friends have forgotten his birthday. Flounder just immediately believes. I mean, him. I mean, this is aimed at preschool kids, right? And I mean, I guess it's trying to teach them good and bad. And uh, right. and the eels are kind of like the devil in this situation. So this is like yeah. teaching you good and bad for people that don't read the Bible. So to kind of read the book of Flounder instead or whatever. Yes, um, the lost yeah. book of Flounder. The, 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 lost, the lost book of Flounder. And who was the other fish? I forgot her name. Um, I don't know. It's his sister. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, fuck. What's her name? Was I was I just watched it like a few hours ago, but I forgot. Um, I watched it a couple days, a day or so ago, so I'm kind of... <laughs> She wasn't in the original was she was she like a new character she was a new character for this show oh wow okay, and great. um <laughs> yes that's what we need yeah new characters yeah we need new characters for yeah because like scales was a new character Sc- yeah scales that's oh god scales that was a weird fucking okay that's a whole trippy thing right there um yeah, the, the character isn't even credited on IMDb. That's the new, uh, the sister. That's, <laughs> uh, hey, can we take a break really quick, actually? Yeah, hold on.
Okay, so the uh, I looked it up. The um, right now, um, the sister's name is Sandy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. And she's like pinkish, purplish, on like the yellowish flounder, but they're basically yeah. the same fucking puppet. Okay. <laughs> so. And so. Okay, yeah, so Flounder ends up knocking down the pearls and they go into this really weird song like uh oh so sorry didn't mean to do it or something like I don't know what yeah. the lyrics were. Like, please don't be mad at me and like they can't sing in tune whatsoever and I was um, gonna make that my ringtone for my and phone. Then, like air guns. Yeah, I was thinking, you know. <laughs> yeah, just just take that song. Like, uh, oh, oh god. I wonder if Ariel's I can sing that like, at karaoke or something. Maybe if you could find, you might have to like actually give them like the CD or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that know, seems like too much work. Play track two. Or, <laughs> yeah, it might be. Um, plus, I don't know. If, I don't be able to find the instrumental <laughs> just <that> song. <laughs> well I was just gonna have you hard... I was gonna have you play it for me. That's all. Oh yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just do my own version of it. Yeah. It'll be piece. live live karaoke. A live karaoke band, yeah. Yes. The dumbass Ariel sorry song. And then um she's like they're like, I won't do it again and she's like, I know you won't flounder and then she basically has like Sandy watch over him to make sure that he doesn't fuck around and yeah it's like i know you won't do it again but i'm gonna have your sister watch over you yeah well maybe that's how she knows that he's not gonna do it again because yeah. his sister's <laughs> gonna watch over him uh, trust uh, yeah I know. this episode i know hmm. so what else happens? I'm 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 happen. blanking There's on what, what happened. <laughs> it's no, it's fine. I, I it's really out of order. I know that the guy in the ship, captain of that one ship, he's Grimsy. he's coming back to give Ariel a present for some reason. Yeah, and that stupid bird is following them. Scuttle, um, who think? Yeah, Scuttle. He thinks he's like really smart and clever. And like nobody can understand him, but it's just because he's an idiot. And um, and like the captain even kind of implied that like, oh yeah, that, that must be the reason why, <laughs> you know, that thing. <laughs> and he gives Ariel he gives Ariel a surprise, but she can't open. Meet up with this musician dude named Scales, who he was in the previous episode, I believe, too. He's playing a song and that, and then um. But his scales are broken, man. Can't play in tune because the scales are broken. So he's just playing on like pots and pans and stuff like that. But then somehow, to tell the guy what happened, a full rock band music plays in the background. So I'm not sure how you know that's possible if he can only play on pots and pans. I mean, it seems like he's got a, a backup band. Sounds pretty decent for the time period. Um. He sings like this sort of blues rock song about his scales, like being out of tune, and he starts playing like like listen, and he's like 
do 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 and then like you know two of the scales like play like this really dirty note like he's like see like yeah i do okay and the song goes on for like five minutes like like just like the previous episodes like they, they do not know how to time things out like like they just go on forever like this song could have been like two minutes it went on for like four and a half minutes in a tv show like come on yeah, I mean, like, the songs on Blue's Clues, for example, which is, like, a similar demographic here, you know, did not go on that long. I don't even think the songs on The Wiggles went that long. <laughs> the Wiggles, yeah. <laughs> and they were known for singing. Um, <laughs> that was back then, that was their thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, and I mean, Scales is voiced by the great Jim Cummings. Who, who uh, is like probably best known as like the most current voice of Winnie the Pooh, among like a bazillion other voices. Like he's in like almost any animated film you watched in your lifetime. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So yeah, (sighs) they got that going for them. Do you want to take a quick break here, Matt, and then we'll come back and we'll talk more about this wonderful episode? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guest every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry you can find us on apple spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast hope to see you there Da 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 da, and we are back. Yes, we are. We are back. Yes, we are. We are back. I figured we have to sing everything, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you do. So, um, yeah. This uh, episode, man. Um, <laughs> so. It's great. Um,. We we have this other story going on with a uh, Grimsy has Grims Grimsby has bought a small wrapped package for Ariel. Um, brought I should say from the Spice Islands. 
Um, yep. Ariel pops up and wants her gift, but, uh, um, and then we, then we, that's where we, uh, that's where we end up with, uh, over at Scales Island. <laughs> <laughs> that was the spinoff that never happened. Yeah. Scales Island. Um, Scales Island. That would actually have been somewhat decent because there was at least good, somewhat good music in it. Yeah. So uh, we had the whole uh, little Scales song that we talked about. Um, so an impatient Ariel and Scuttle, they try to guess what's in the wrapped gift. And they sing a song with, like, what can it be? Mm-hmm. Um, what can it be? I just can't wait to see. Curiosity has got the best of me. Yeah. yeah. The greatest uh, song ever written. You know, when you think of yeah. the great, great American classics, you think of that and, like, Born in the USA. And, uh... Born in the USA. And, uh, yeah, all the stuff. All, all the, you know, all the great, the great American songbook includes that song, of course. Um, so, Flounder and Sandy have decided to make up a story, um, about losing the pearls again. Yep. Even though Sebastian caught them and told them to tell the truth. Yeah. They uh, decided to make up a story of a huge orange sea monster with a gigantic tail that knocked over the pearls they had just finished collecting and put back in the shell. Yeah. That's believable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, for example, the sea monster didn't eat Flounder and Sandy and or Sebastian, all it did was knock over some pearls. Like you do. Didn't knock anything else down, didn't like cr- like crush into a wall, or anything like that. No. Specifically the pearl uh, box, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clam with the... The clam like shell, that. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the clam shell, and those pieces of shit, those eels, um, were the ones that were you know, very again, very easily persuaded Flounder because he doesn't have a mind of his own. And again, Flounder was probably a little kid as far as like the yeah. show is concerned. So I guess it's much easy to convince him to just go ahead and make up some bullshit story. And Sandy wasn't didn't want to, but then even he convinced her. So I guess Sandy even has a weaker will than Flounder does because she's older than him. At least it seems like. And. And then, meanwhile, though those eels are fighting over, because they they stole two of the pearls after Flounder and Sandy were trying to collect all of them, and then they were fighting over who gets the bigger pearl. And then, when they were fighting, <coughs> excuse me, when they were fighting over it, um, Ariel found them and thought that she was collecting more pearls. No, she knew that they were hers. She's like, what are these pearls doing here or whatever? So then that's how she knew. So when she came back, she had already known that somehow her pearls got out because she had just found two of them already on, on the sand floor. And then... yeah. But even then, 
Flounder decides to lie after all this stuff. Like, again, like the show gives you no, like, pro- like it promises you everything and gives you nothing. Like, the whole point was, like, to get you to tell the truth. And he, he immediately start, start, starts trying to tell the lie again. It's like, what? So, uh, Sebastian at one point here during this sings a song, which I really liked the lyrics to. Mm-hmm. The moral to the story is very plain to see. There's no need for lies or alibis. All you need is honesty. Yeah. The truth, the truth feels so good. Stop lying. The truth is always simple. Stop lying. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yep. I like how that just like is in the middle. Stop lying. Yeah. Stop being a little bitch there. Uh, <laughs> Flounder. Flounder. <laughs> You piece of shit. Stop floundering <laughs> there, flounder. And yeah, um, floundering. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, the, so the eels argue over the two pearls they stole. They fight over who has the large, who, who has who gets the largest pearl. Um, Ariel swims by and recovers her two pearls from the ocean floor and swims back to the cave of treasures. So uh, she knows that flounder did all this shit. Yep. Um, um, she ends up taking, you know, rewarding them for their lying. <laughs> yeah. By taking them and Sebastian with her to Grimsey's <laughs> surprise gift open opening. Yeah, rewarded them for their lie. Well, he did tell the truth, but only after he got caught in the lie. Yeah. <laughs> So, so it wasn't exactly um, coming forward. <laughs> yeah, it's like let's let's just reward you for lying. You did tell the truth because you were caught. Um, exactly, it's not the same thing. Because she's like, "Are you really going to tell me?" Like, "Well, I guess not." Now, it's like that's not exactly an apology. <laughs> I mean, Bill Clinton eventually told the truth about his uh, affair with Monica Lewinsky, but that was only after yeah. he was caught. So I'm just saying, you exactly. know, maybe he deserved well, a prize too. Yeah, because, it, well, he already got his prizes. But <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. <laughs> well, he's a rich white man, so he gets whatever he wants. So. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, anyways, the... <laughs> so... Um, they, uh, so Scuttle, you know, had tried to open up the gift and it made him sneeze because it's full of pepper. Mm. He's, he's convinced to tell the truth and they, uh, all sing a short reprise of the truth. The truth feels so good. Stop lying. (laughs) I love that. They just stop lying. It's like. They really get to the point. <laughs> so, uh, so as the episode ends, Scuttle continues to sneeze uncontrollably <laughs> into a barrel, and the episode ends. Great. So that's the second thing Scuttle ruined. Because in the first episode, didn't he ruin Sebastian's birthday cake? Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, what the hell's the... Like, quit wrecking things. Like, you talk about Flounder. Okay, well, Flounder just knocked down some pearls. It wasn't, like, a special occasion, like, for a party 
or something like that was like building up to like yeah we're gonna go to this cool event and then you know he goes and ruins it no that's scuttle's job apparently because he already fucked up sebastian's birthday cake by stepping in it or sneezing or doing whatever the hell he does and then and now the the pepper why does that guy keep coming here with the ship every single time he does scuttle destroys whatever he brings because didn't he bring the birthday cake in the first episode and it's like why does this guy go to spice island so many times and then he's a drug runner maybe he is maybe maybe that's what he maybe it's like he's going back and forth or my theory is i think he's got a crush on ariel i think that's why he's coming by like that's a weird thing he just randomly gives a random present to ariel that's suspicious I mean, not not necessarily saying you can't just give a friend a gift, but it's like yeah, but he's like he's like in his he's like got to be in his like fifties or sixties, and Ariel looks like a teenager, so not really, no, really, no, not the not not the the actress playing her. I'm saying the the character is probably a teenager. (laughs) Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'm gonna say I'm like the actress looked like she was like thirty or something. Yeah, (laughs) but 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 either um, way, you know, it's just kind of creepy. Um, well, that's why I say he's lonely. He spends a lot of his time on the ship, probably, and you know he ends up finding you know a mermaid, which is like a rare you know creature. Mm-hmm. So he probably got like a thing going like, oh, a mermaid. You know, that's you know I could cross that off on my list of you know adventures. Okay, whatever. I'm gonna turn this really creepy. But <laughs> so uh, I found some <laughs> reviews of the show. Sure. On um, IMDb, do you want me to read those? Yeah. Okay, this is, like, probably covering both episodes. Okay, um, this is, uh, from Martin Haffer, who we've read, uh, other reviews from in the past. Um, <laughs> it's June, uh, of 2020. Four out of ten. Typical of many early 90s kids' shows, but it never ended up airing as a series. I enjoy pursuing YouTube from time to time to see what sorts of oddities I can find. One search term I've used a few times is failed television pilots. And this is how I found Little Mermaid's Island. A failed uh, show that was a collaboration between Jim Henson and Disney. It was among the last projects that Henson worked on before his untimely death. Mm. When I began watching, I realized that I am not the best reviewer for this. After all, the show was clearly targeted towards young viewers, perhaps up to about ages 6 or 7. So keep this in mind as I'm a middle-aged guy, not some kid. So was it any good? It was okay, not bad. The puppets were sometimes pretty good, sometimes flat and expressionless, even when they talked. But the content seemed very similar to the kinds of kids' shows I watched with my daughters when they were younger. Not a terrible show, but I could see why Henson wasn't happy with it. His puppets were really capable of more. Yeah, because Jim Henson and and yeah. the uh, and the Disney people both hated the show when they watched it, so... I mean, how couldn't they? It would just, yeah. you know, it may have started off, you know, good with, like, a good idea. A lot of stuff, it just turns out it's just bad execution, not so much the story. Yeah. It. It's just, you can't get the right people working for you or with you or your your budget gets cut in 50 pieces or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever it could be. So uh, this one's just a really quick one. It's a 5 out of 10 from... Uh, Nikki baby. <laughs> okay. Nikki, okay. 
back in <laughs> June of this year. Um, oh, wow. Kind of unsettling. <laughs> the show would have been okay if the dragon Scaly, even though it scales, not Scaly, wasn't in it. I like Jim Cummings. He played the Scaly dragon. But his character was the worst part. That's their whole review. <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I think he was the only character that actually like had any life and like every other character just felt dead to me. They're like, I'm Ariel. I like to collect pearls. And then like, you know, Sebastian's like like feels like he's on morphine all the time where he's just like, uh doing whatever he I can't do his accent. Yeah. Or he talks I can't I don't even know what he sounds like. Then you got Flounder, even him as like a a small child has the energy level of like a fifty year old and yeah, you know, Ailes is out there rocking out, you know, using his own body as a freaking musical instrument, you know, pumping out like rock and roll tracks in the middle of his little island. But sure, yeah, he's the worst character. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Not <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I do agree. The show is kind of unsettling, though. Um. <laughs> it is. No, it really is. It really is. Um, especially. Like if you um if you go to the 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 failed TV pilots YouTube um, page to find this video yeah the, the thumbnail that they use for the first episode is just flounder like a close up of flounder oh. it just looks really really creepy <laughs> yeah the uh, I, I don't I mean it, it's definitely nightmare fuel um or like if you want to get like super baked or stoned and just watch that <laughs> it's just like. I think it would just make you paranoid, and then you'd have to think about, like, you know, Scuttle attacking you or something. Happy thoughts, yeah, because I was watching it, and I felt like, like, I just felt like I was high watching it. Like, this is, this is, like, really trippy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, anyways, I do, okay, here's the thing, though. I do recommend people watch this. <laughs> oh, okay. Reason so is just because it's so fucked up. Yeah. It's, it's something you have to see. I mean, at least watch like a few minutes of it. It's just fucked up. <laughs> yeah, well, a few minutes. You got to get past the theme song, which goes on for like fifteen straight minutes. But then, yeah, um, and then you get to watch the remaining seven minutes of actual show, and then again followed up by another three minutes of of the song. Um, but yeah, who knows? Maybe we should do a petition to have them do a third episode. Like, get all the actors who are probably dead by now. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to say. Um, you know, Ariel's probably like in her 60s at this point, maybe. Who knows? So what? Well, well, um, Buddy Hackett you know. is dead, and he played Scuttle. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Clive, Re- Clive Revell, who played uh, Grimsy, Grim Grimsy, I can't say that for some reason. Grimsy. Yeah, Grimsy. he uh, he's still kicking, I believe. Um, okay. He was the original voice of Emperor Palpatine, in, or well, I should say the Emperor, in um, the original cut of Empire Strikes Back. So. Oh, really? Sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Samuel E. Wright just passed away, who played Sebastian. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Marietta De Prima played Ariel in this. Yeah. And she was born in 1964, so she's in her 50s. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. 
late fifties. So yeah, you know. So you can have a whole story where she's led like a full life. She's collected lots of pearls. Um, <laughs> you know, she, she, you know, flounder stuff, messing with her shit. Um, Sandy unfortunately had a drug addiction for a while, but she's better now. And they're um, both they're both fully grown now too. They're like you know, yeah, they've got like kids of their own. Yeah. Little baby flounders, little baby Sandy, of course, because they just named her kids after themselves. And then, um, yeah, Ariel turned her pearl collecting hobby into a business, and she worked her way up the corporate um, sphere, and she's now a very successful pearl um, seller, I guess. Um, she she hired those two eels to be her marketing reps. She was kind of weary at first because of how evil they were, but then she thought, well, these are the kind of people I, I want, you know, to build my help help me build my empire. Um, but once once they did, she fired them because she knew that they were bad people. And it's like, ha ha, you thought that you were corrupting me. And then she needed would- to find new people, so she's she she restarted the TV show The Apprentice. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you have all these different fish come in to try to, you know, be your new assistants. You have yeah, flounder like a no go right there. Like, yeah. nope, sorry. You, you, I, I still don't forget the time when you knocked over my pearls. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I thought you forgave me. It's like I forgave you. I didn't forget about it. You're not. I don't trust you. And then, um, and then like she hired, she hired, uh, hi, I can't talk. She, um, oh, ah. Uh, why am I blinking on the the, the word um, hires? No, not fire. I was I was gonna try to do a pun for Donald Trump, but I can't think of uh, anything that would. Um, oh yeah, that would that would that would. Rhyme <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she, she ends up. I mean, and then and then we find out that uh, Scales has a drug addiction. Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, you know. He's just stuck. He's homeless now. God. And he's on the streets playing the scales for money. It was that pepper. It's like that pepper addiction. Is what got yeah, him, that's though. what it got him, you know. Because all because of Scuttle, when he bursted the pepper open, some of it went into um, scales like nose and he sniffed it and he's like what is this stuff wow it's really good so good job scuttles now you you know that's another thing that's on your conscience scuttle became a pimp too i mean oh i'm sorry he sounds like he would yeah he's got no conscience whatsoever and then um so then yeah ariel fired the eels and had a hitman kill them and then um she uh so she felt bad but not hiring flounder but so she she put him on like a monthly stipend or stipend. I'm not sure what how it's stipend. Uh, yeah, stipend for like you know a couple thousand dollars a month. Not not a lot, but it's enough to you know to get by, relatively comfortable. Not not lavish, but you know you're not mm-hmm. in poverty. You know, and then he spends his free time, um, you know, writing like you know apology songs to Ariel because he still has like the guilt from like when he was like eight years old. Of like knocking over the pearls and that guilt is like eating them up like throughout his whole life. Like he just feels so sorry all the yeah, time. And so, so Sebastian, like, Sebastian left them all too. He yeah. uh, he he just got sick of their shit and and he just told them all to go fuck themselves. Yeah. And um, just like they told him to go fuck themselves. <laughs> exactly. <on his> <laughs> so, 
He's like, you forgot my fucking birthday, bastards. And then, then he came back and he's like, you'll never forget my birthday again. And then he becomes this multimillionaire. And yeah. um, <laughs> so he starts year. a he starts a he starts a birthday cake company. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I want to watch this. This show is better. Yeah. yeah. So every year he actually makes it like a holiday where like you have to recognize his birthday. Like it puts out billboards like every year. Like Sebastian's birthday is coming up um, August second or whatever it was. You know. Uh, and if you don't follow it, you get murdered. Yeah. Yeah, because he sends the hitman that killed the two wheels to do that. But if you do follow it, he sends you a free birthday cake every year for his birthday. So yeah, but it's not um, like a big one. It's only like a personal birthday cake. It's, it's like you know it's small. Like, it's like, you know, yeah, it's like one of those. Like it, one of those ones you get at, at the restaurant when it's your birthday and you think it's going to be cool, and they give you this little small little chocolate cake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then again, he's sending this out to thousands of people though. So you know, yeah. it's like the equivalent of like multiple, you know. I mean, you can't send a whole birthday cake to, you know, a million people. I mean, yeah. that's just a lot. But, uh, but, but, like, you have to, in order to eat the cake, you have to actually, like, be on, like, a Zoom call to, like, show that you're actually celebrating his birthday. So he'll know if you are if you are or not. So, like... Well, he watches everybody. He's, like, big brother. He just has, you yeah, know... Like, well, that's part of what he did with his business. He, he, it's all communications maestro. And then, um... And when you eat yeah, the cake, it actually puts a tracker in you, and it knows what you're yeah. doing at all it's times. The, it's the five G. He also put the vaccine, um, yeah, vaccine in the cake too. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, not, they put the salad dressings right, according to Mike Flynn. So, yeah, um, yeah, yep. <laughs> I, I would watch that show. To be honest, that's a pretty riveting idea, right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it turns from, like, this into, like, The Wire or something, you know? It's, like, completely... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyways, um, so that's our speculation. Let us know what you think the show should <laughs> should be now. <laughs> yeah, that's our speculation of what would happen. Yeah. Send so me a message we... at mike at cullenpark.com yeah. with your, your version of uh, the future of Little Mermaid's Island. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which I'm still confused. What island is it? Does she have a fucking island? Yes, yeah, I don't understand. Does she own an island now? Like, like, I mean, Scales is on an island. He's on his own personal island that's just like his house. Though. Yeah, like, but does she like, have a fucking island? I don't remember her having an island. Because I've only ever seen her in the little cave area. Yeah, underwater. Yeah, under, so it's not an island, it's a no. cave. Dwelling. She, so maybe she owns the island, but and she's people, charging scales rent. See, that's what it is. So that's <laughs> so that's how she, that's how she started making her money. She <laughs> she was charging rent to you know the few inhabitants, and then she was using that to you know go on her pearl collecting. And then eventually, um, he stops paying rent, and then he mm-hmm. just breaks into the song "Rent from Rent." You know. Yes, we're not gonna pay. He has a dragon like filmmaker named Mark move in with him. And, um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he records everything. He's like, yes. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're not. What's, okay, what, what's a sea term that sounds like pay? Is there like a fish that sounds like 
hey, like with the A sound, like a, oh, damn it. I um, don't know. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what happens. So Ariel and Sebastian have, they're, they, they're kind of like have like competing interests now because they're both multi-billionaires. So like Ariel's got like the, the pearl business, which she's also, you know, converted into like several like housing units. Like that's where she got, like when she, when she was charging scales rent, it's like, yeah, I could do this for lots of people now. So then she starts doing that. So she's got like a real estate kind of business going on. And then, but Sebastian has the telecommunications things going on. And so they're like, you know, fighting each other about like, well, so Ariel doesn't want like all the homes to have like 5G chips and like the people and have like cameras everywhere to watch, spy on them to make sure that they celebrate Sebastian's birthday alongside him. But Sebastian's like, so Sebastian has so much money too that he can actually do stuff where he can cause the, the, the land itself to, to have lesser property value which then that, that fucks with Ariel's cash right so there's like this battle of wits going on like oh well, <clears throat> you won't let me spy on your tenants to make sure that so it's, it's kind of like the TV show Dallas back in the 80s it's but Dallas slash with the wire slash slash like know, Empire slash uh, like um, I don't know the Apprentice, yeah, Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah, Game of Thrones and you know all these shows put together. So this is going to be the greatest show ever written. Oh, it's going to be epic, man! Little Mermaid's Island three is what we should call it, really, because it's the third episode. But it's going to be yeah. like the start of like a whole series. Or Little, or we could change it. Little Mermaid's, ooh, Little Mermaid's Island with the letter, the word I. I Y E because Sebastian's spying on everyone. Ooh. But it's also it's also you know her island that she owns, right? So, yes. Um, so you know just just to like you know prepare people you know who who might be like a little bit upset and are not open minded. There is going to be a um, Sebastian Ariel sex scene at one point. So just get, just you know get over it. Do what you need to do. Um, and it's going to be like explicit. It's not going to be like blurred. So just let you know, it's going to be crab and human, well, crab and mermaid um, lovemaking. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not so much lovemaking. It's more of a, of a raw. So this is sector. no longer a Disney property. This is just going to be like on HBO. <laughs> HBO Max or something like that. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, so, um, but they have to get that out of their system, right? Because there's been a lot of sexual tension going on between the two, really, since the beginning. Um, and, you know, this we're talking decades worth of just pent-up desire and passion, but also just anger and loathing for each other because of their, their competing business interests. But but once 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 there is release... Um, you know, they, 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 they start to be able to work together and, and solve the business problem. And all this happens, and then it leads right into the original Little Mermaid movie. Yeah. How? Wait, time so, travel maybe? No, oh. no, what, what happens is, is just this, this, this is, this is basically, we thought that Ariel was like a teenager or, or a young, young adult when Eric met her. Okay. When Prince Eric, but no, she's actually really, really old. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> see, it, it makes sense. Yeah. To me. So, 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 if you want to see this, folks, let us know, and if you give us like a million dollars, we'll produce this episode. Oh, totally. Yes. We'll pitch it to HBO Max, Showtime, 
AMC. Or we'll just do it as a nice little fan film, you know? Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like $3 million, maybe. Probably more than that. Is, is, is doable. It really is yeah. doable. Yeah. Um, we don't need a huge production. Per no, se. And, and and I mean, and, and Matt and I will play all the characters. Oh wait, that's going to be really weird for the sex scene. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of uh, what was that episode of Community where they're filming the um, the the kick puncher? Um, yeah, <laughs> and like they're like, you sure you sure Brenda couldn't do this scene? <laughs> yeah, she had to work the right time to film the sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh god alright anyways folks um, we should probably wrap this up um, <laughs> yeah. so uh, make sure you uh, check out our tea Public, um, our Patreon and uh, give us a five star review anywhere you can review podcasts um, like Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all that good stuff um, you can find us anywhere go to alltoreal2.com it'll give you all the links to everything um, that you need uh, we're on TikTok Still trying to figure out what to do with it, but we're on TikTok. <laughs> and uh, I put up a couple videos so far, you know, advertising our episodes. Maybe maybe once uh, we're able to uh, be back in studio together, Matt and I can film some stuff and put it up on the TikTok. Like just dancing or doing whatever they do on TikTok or... or um... Ooh, we could do the karaoke thing where you, you can sing. What? Do they even do that anymore? That was like an old thing. I, I don't know. Um, we 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 could lip if 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 you give us enough money, folks, <laughs> on our Patreon, or if you just send it to PayPal at Mike at CullenPark dot com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will lip sync any of the songs from Little Mermaid's Island. <laughs> In costume. Oh, God. But it's going to be $500 for us to do that. Yeah, each. Each, yes, each. Okay, so if you want us to, Mike at CullenPark.com, PayPal. There you go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, if I actually end up with that, that'll be funny. So, um, <laughs> but anyways, folks, um... Make sure you uh, be good to each other out there in all seriousness. And, um, you know, wear a mask. Wear a condom. And until next time, bye bye Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.